Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG no, no, Cast. No, 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 no. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Instance, the World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. I'm your host, Anna Marie Privetier, and with me today is my lovely husband, Chris Privetier. Hi. <laughs> we also have Alice Wilkinson from England. I can't stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> and the man who experienced it all before us, Emmanuel Moreno. What's up? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Well, if you're if you're hosting the show, get on with it. No, no, no. I'm no, no. Good, you I'm can good. host the show. This is great. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> so, um, World of Warcraft, uh, war, uh, Warlords of Draenor came out this week, and so this podcast is going to be very heavily focused on World of Warcraft. So we apologize in advance for those who do not enjoy MMOs, but it's a major release. That comes on the tales of BlizzCon. So we promise that this will not happen too frequently. So, Manny, do you want to actually kick things off? You went to BlizzCon. No, not even close. (laughs) Not even close to what? Oh, kicking things off? All right. Well, how about you just give us a 30-second ditty? What did you play at BlizzCon? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just woke up. I'm trying to drink tea so I can do this. My stomach <laughs> is grown. I mean, you guys think I'm joking when I always say save me for the end. I, I'm I'm like the I'm half trying to put on my face or run out the door. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Can you Anna, tell us at least which games you played at BlizzCon? He's going to do that later after we let him wake up. But I want to tease people. No, no, it's okay. Aww. You, you here? Let me tell you the answer. He played Overwatch, World of Warcraft, Diablo three, and Starcraft. <laughs> Do you know why? Because that's all they have. <laughs> he may not have played one of, of the above, but you'll have to listen later to find out which. They had one you didn't mention. They did? Heroes, Heroes of the Storm. Storm. He probably played that one. Yeah. And Hearthstone. you forgot Hearthstone. Oh, I did. <laughs> they have too many games now. I can't okay. handle this. Ugh, Chris. Too many games. You're sad. I have a question for you, Anna. Mm-hmm. How about you kick us off into the what, you, what we've been playing segment, and <laughs> we, then we can get around to Manny at the end. We've all been playing WoW. Let's not kid ourselves. Hey, we've played other things besides WoW. So, uh, that's true. Um, I decided, I finished Persona 3 Portable and decided because Persona Q isn't out that I would start it again this time as a girl and go for a poofict. And go for a poofict run. Poofict run! Yes, it. it's where I crap on everything and win. No, that's a poopic run. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, um... It's uh, Koromaru's uh, run, right? Actually, Koromaru ends up being an important character in a perfect run, because when you're a girl, um, he's actually a social link. Ooh! Wait, what? Yep. Wait. So when you go on walks with him in the uh-huh. evening, you actually have a social link that's established uh, how, that's but you're a, just friends so that should work for the guy too i'm sorry right. you sound very disappointed i am I disappointed koromaru social link sounds awesome um yeah they change all of the party it's called members man's so that best link. friend for a reason anna <sighs> sexist pig oh next thing you know you're gonna be wearing a shirt f- a Hawaiian shirt full of <laughs> dancing women. That hey, are if I naked. land something on a comet, it makes it okay. <laughs> hey, that did give that did get the best Twitter hashtag ever. Oh, what was it? Shirt, shirt storm. Shirt storm. Or shirt oh, yeah, storm. It's a shirt storm. 
most excellent ah uh, nerds anyways um what was i talking about yeah persona, persona 3, 3 portable so they change all of the links so that everybody in your party is a social link so um june play june pay replaces june play. magic and akihiko replaces star um you can join volleyball instead of basketball and instead of having the guy with um the twisted ankle you end up having a girl who's socially inept they change um i don't remember what it is in the in the boy version you just played the boy version. i know this is why it's driving me crazy but you get a social link um with a social club which is either the library or the clinic and it's a girl that's much older than you. Social club. So is that like the music class and stuff? Or? No, no. It's oh. it's it's either it doesn't replace photography and stuff, oh. and it doesn't replace temperance, which is Bebe. Okay. Who's like my favorite link? He's so adorable. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's very different in the way that it's laid out, and you can save. Um, sulky dude with the cap and overcoat. Shinjiro. Thank you. Sulky dude with the... But did you save Chihiro yet? I, no, I haven't gone that far yet. Okay. So, at the moment, the game is extremely easy because I'm level 77. Mm, that's right. You carry over your main character's level, don't you? Yep. I decided to play on a normal instead of easy to give myself a little bit of challenge. So, we'll see how that goes. Then I've just been playing lots of World of Warcraft. Uh, I played a little bit of King's Bounty Darkseid as well. So I'm... I have a second slave now. I have a second girl. I uh, I corrupted a pleasant peasant. And um, now she hangs out with me. Neat. Yep. And... Yeah, I think that's everything this week for a while. So I have been. Let's save the wild talk. Yes. Yes. Have you been playing anything other than WoW? Alice? Ah. Uh, I did try the um, four-person horde mode in Titanfall, which is actually surprisingly fun. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh. They basically they added a um. Uh, four-player defend the objective horde mode to Titanfall. And, um, yeah, it is actually really good, and it's also very hard. (laughs) Mostly because all of the teams that I'm on usually aren't coordinated very well. I'm sure if I was doing it with three people I knew, then I'd probably have a better time with it. Okay. Probably. They also added, amusingly, they added as a temporary game mode the floor is lava mode. The floor is lava! I think that was how they advertised it on their Twitter feed, at least. Um, basically, uh, it's the same game modes as normal, except all of the ground level is covered with the um, electric fog ability, which kills your character extremely quickly. So you basically have to um, basically parkour your way across the rooftops to <laughs> do anything. It's surprisingly That is surprisingly fun, because it kind of... If you haven't learned how to use um, the 
like the vertical aspects of the map yet, then that's the game mode that teaches you to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, otherwise, World of Warcraft. Chris, have you been playing anything other than WoW? I have, but not much. I bring my list up. I've played more of Harvest Moon The Lost Valley. Ooh. And I still think that game has a lot of flaws. <laughs> but um, I've been gradually making progress. I still have not fixed Summer. And um, that game's progress... From from a game whose progression seemed really fast at first, it now feels really slow. So I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> um, additionally, I found a... I found you found a game on the uh, iPad store called Bitcoin Billionaire <laughs> that I harassed you for playing, and then I saw it was actually really popular on the App Store, and I was like, "Oh, all right, I'll give it a shot." And now he has completely surpassed me. I am doing well in that game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have been mining Bitcoin on my iPhone, and it's very dumb. And fake Bitcoin. Fake Bitcoins. You're right. Thank you. Very important to point out. Yes. And that's it. Can we talk about what I know? I, yeah, let's talk about World of Warcraft. And um, if Manny still needs more time before getting to BlizzCon, we can at least start talking about WoW. I'll jump in after you guys. I mean, you guys actually have something to say about World of Warcraft. That's mm-hmm. it. I have nothing to say about it. Ah, you were at BlizzCon. That's close enough. No, literally, I have nothing to say about World of Warcraft. <laughs> So that goes see. into my story later, but like, yeah, I got nothing on that. Okay. World of Warcraft, Warlords of Draenor, came out on Thursday, so it's been out for a couple days. Anna-Marie, how are you liking it so far? Um, 99% like. 99% like? Yes. What's the 1%? Um, solo instances in the storyline. Ah. Um, they are really hit and miss. But everything else... Oh, man. This expansion is so amazing. I... Always say that every time. No. I... This one is... I love the way that they've made it so that it doesn't matter what skill level you're at. It doesn't matter how long you've been with the game. It doesn't matter how long you've been away from the game. Because you can jump in and play right now. So, for example, previously... In older expansions, you would need to have been at the previous max level task. So I would have had to have been max alchemy, max herbalism to jump into the new expansion. But I'm 297 alchemy, and I can still do all the new recipes. You literally only require one alchemy to jump right into it. So you don't need to go back to the old zones and gather all the old herbs and do a bunch of brewing and realize you're short one mountain silver sage and be really annoyed about it. So, yeah. <clears throat> That's really cool. And the other thing is, is they've changed the way that you learn how to do new stuff. So, for example, if you are at 600 first aid, you kill stuff and the book for the next level of first aid drops. If you're, you know, 600 herbalism, you pick an herb and you get a scroll and that scroll teaches you it. I was so going to say, actually... Um, the books actually drop pretty much regardless of your skill level because my first aid was below 50 and I still oh, wow, got it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, mine's like 525. So I never went through um, the Pandaria first aid stuff. And I can still do the new first aid. 
So, yeah, they've just made it so that skills work. And that's really, 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 really nice. So that's such an awesome change. I actually got the two uh, level 700 profession scrolls from the same enemy. Nice. Nice. It was a quest one as well. I killed a quest, killed a, uh, killed a quest, um, like a quest NPC, and then got two, two items, one for uh, in, enchantment and one for dual crafting, which are my two. Nice. So um, the other thing that they've done is they've made um, <clears throat> the secondary skills really viable. So, for example, fishing is needed in alchemy. It's needed in first aid. It's needed in cooking. It's needed everywhere. So, and the cool thing that they've done with fishing is, is they have one in all the tooltips for the fish. They tell you exactly where and how to catch it. And in addition to that, um, they've done a bunch of other things. So, like, you can catch a fish that gives you, like, guaranteed um, chance of catching a certain fish. But you can only apply it to a different person. And it only lasts for one minute. So it really encourages group fishing. It's kind of cool. And they've put in um, new guild achievements for fishing, I believe. So, yeah. And it's really easy to get around. There's a billion flight paths. And the flight paths are relatively direct in comparison to some of the other expansion flight paths. So you're not spending 30 seconds on a mount just to get a little further, which is nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. To mention also free flights to quest hubs. Like, yes. When I, well, I say that, but basically when you start a new like uh, area, you basically get a free flight to it. You don't have to mount all the way over there, which when They've doing, doing the transition from... Yeah, well, when doing the transition from um, Shadow Moon Valley in the south to Gorgrand in the north, the free flight is appreciated. Well, and it's also things like, hey, I'm going to send you to the other side of the zone for the first time. Have a free flight so that you don't need to run over and get the flight path. So, yeah, it's just they thought of a lot of stuff. It's very cool. Um, And I just... The story is really, really well done. And the problem is, is that I don't have a good way of expressing that in a way that isn't very, um, spoilery. They make you feel, like, very quickly for the characters that you are, um, working with. Well, I, well the, I suppose the only non-spoilery thing I can say about the story is Cadgar makes mages so jelly. He is so OP. So OP. How Seriously, OP? He's, he's OP as crazy. And mm. I think he, he, I don't know, every mage on the server just kind of wishes they were him. Thankfully, I don't play mage, so this isn't a problem. So, how did you guys like the uh, the intro sequence? What, like the Dark it. Portal stuff? Yeah, I think that's, like, exceedingly good. Like, yeah, how they get I you into be... this expansion and how cinematic it feels. And, 
you're part of a group of heroes, including people that you've actually heard of and stuff. Yeah, they pull out big names very quickly. And the other cool thing is, is because this is an alternative timeline and doesn't impact the rest of the world, as I'm air quoting that, they can do whatever they want. So someone major dies that is alive in our timeline. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a thing that happened, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, in yeah. In fact, is, it happens twice. But I love I, how, for the lore hounds, they've done a really good job weaving in names that are like, hey, I know who that is, and hey, I know who that is. Like, the guy who you rescue from scooping poop, it's Thrall's uncle. I, I was thinking of um, the the one I remember is uh, you get you get a bit of uh, quite a bit of backstory on um, Akama, the guy who yeah leads um, the resistance faction in Black Temple during right. Burning Crusade, like why he actually uses weapons. Um, you blooped out there for a second. Oh, sorry. Why he uh, actually uses a pair of sickles? Ah, yes. So that was cool. They've just they've done a really good job melding in all sorts of itty bitty lore things. That well, but not... that's not why he uses sickles. Mm-hmm. Because this is an alternate timeline, so that didn't happen in his timeline. Maybe. <laughs> well, there maybe. are some the, details the, the, the that overlap, Chris. The implications there. Time travel <laughs> breaks everything. <laughs> yes. Time travel is confusing, y'all. Yeah. Well, the way I was explained to me from one of the developers is not time travel. It's an alternate dimension. That's 35 years in the past? Yes. Sort of like Back to the Future 2. But it is time yes. travel. It's time travel and an alternate universe. Yeah, At because you time traveled, time. You, you broke the timeline, and it's an alternate universe now. Yeah. Good times. Um, so how have you been finding the garrison stuff, Anna? Um, I love the garrison stuff. So the first thing that I did was replace my barracks. <laughs> oh, I actually still have mine. to me. I replaced it with the Dwarf Fortress. Um, yeah, so I have a Dwarven Bunker. Um, I've opened up the mine. I have a Lumber Mill, an Alchemy Lab, and the Enchanter Study. But I actually think I'm going to replace the Enchanter Study because um, Seraphim Kitten has an Enchanter Study on one of his characters, and it's a higher level than mine. So I could just party up with him and go to his garrison and use his study. You could also use mine as well. Yes. Because I've got one. I I have the gem cutting one as well as my Very second nice. one. So they do seem to work cross realm. Yeah, which is useful because I'm on one wrist accord. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. They've thought of just about everything. Um, there's some solo missions you can do in your garrison. I wouldn't suggest actually doing them solo. Hey, I did. I was able to do the invasion solo. Um, one of them, I got anyway. to the last boss, but Anna, you're specced as a healer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm an enhancement shaman. I, oh, I yeah, kind of kill destroy things. Yeah, you just that is actually. I was going to mention that in that um, because I, even though I only did basically LFR and had a few non-LFR raid pieces um, from the last expansion, uh, meant that a lot of the stuff that I got, at least in the, I'm level 94 now. But a lot of the stuff that I've got in the quests up to this point haven't been upgrades. Um, 
I basically I lucked out on uh, one of the things that they've put in is um, there is a small chance that when you get a quest reward, uh, like a green quest reward or a blue one, that it gets upgraded to the next level up. So a uh, green can randomly turn into a blue, and a blue can randomly turn into a purple, um, which means that the only upgrade I've got so far is a blue chest piece, which came from a dungeon, and a epic, random epic upgrade on a ring. Everything else is still from Pandaria. That system rocks. Do you want to know why? Because it can upgrade any quest reward. So my Death Knight Dwarf follower is epic. Oh yeah, because the followers can randomly upgrade as well. Because they're quest rewards. Yep. And there is something you can install in your garrison that increases the chance of that happening. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I have it. I don't yet. It requires a large spot. That's the problem. I think Uh, I think I was. I think I was planning because you get a second large spot when you upgrade the garrison to level three. Yes. I was thinking of using the second large spot for that. So yeah, I'm looking at followers and they look fun. I want Leroy. Leroy. The only problem is, is I'm going to have to remember who I took from that quest that you choose between one of three people. Oh, yes. Because you want to get the other two on different people. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because aren't followers, are followers account-wide? I can't remember. I am not certain. I can't remember, honestly. But it doesn't make sense if they're not that you have to choose between three. Sure. By the way... The Badov family is back. The what? The Barov family. Oh, oh yeah. Did you play in vanilla? Uh, no, I, I kind of joined in Burning Crusade, although okay. I know who he is. Okay, so initially in vanilla, you had two brothers. One was in Western Plague Lands and one was in the Bulwark. And um, one was human and one was undead. And they both blamed the other one for what happened in... Um, um, something home. Stratholme. Stratholme. No, not Stratholme. The other one. I, hang on, I thought the... Um, I thought the, Are we talking about the architect? No. He oh. actually is a former associate of the Dead Minds guy. Edwin Van Cleef. Thank you. Yeah, he's the guy who designed Stormwind. Scolomance. Yes, the Barrows are associated with Scolomance. And they both yes. blamed the other one for letting it fall. And so if you were Horde, you would do a couple quests inside, and then you'd have a quest to kill the, the brother who was inside of the base for the other faction. It was a PvP quest. It was one of the only ones, like, in the world at the time. So that wasn't in- included in, like, an actual PvP battleground. So I'm fascinated that they're back. I wonder if they will give another peasant collar. This one can go in my toy box. Yes. What level did you get to, Anna? I am 73, and I have finished Shadowmoon Valley. 73? Wait, yeah. you mean 93? Why do I keep doing that, Chris? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I am 93. I did, like, four or five um, of that first dungeon in a row, which pushed me out quite a few levels. So wait, so hang on. So you barely done Shadow Moon Valley or I have 
I'm done Shadow Moon Valley. I got the achievement for it and stuff. So I have now, yes, I have now moved on to Gorgrind. I've done half of Gorgrind and then I hit 94, which meant I could go to Talador, and I'm 70% through 94. I'm not in any hurry to go from zone to zone, so I'll probably just do them all in order. Oh, I, I probably will go back to. Um, I probably will go back to Gorgrond. I basically got um, sidetracked because there's a garrison mission that unlocks at 94, and ah. um, I basically did that. Then went straight to uh, Talador to do the outpost construction, and then just got distracted majorly. Yeah, I just opened up the Iron Docks, and I haven't run it yet, so I kind of want to do that today. I've the only dungeon I've done so far is Iron Docks. That's the one I was doing just when the podcast started. Oh, okay. And I did that because I selected a random. I constructed the inn, which means that I get a random a daily quest from one of the visitors yes. uh, to basically go and pick up an item from a dungeon um, in exchange for a random loot box. Um, so yesterday I got uh, Bud, you know, the slightly crazy one. Mm-hmm. And today, uh, Johnny Awesome wandered in, oh. even though I'm a, even though I'm Alliance. <laughs> you know, she's such a pretty girl. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I I am also very much enjoying the expansion right now. Very much so. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I appreciate that you can just pick it up and play it. Because I did a lot of server bouncing over the last couple expansions, and I don't have anybody who's really maxed out. Well, so. it's, we can do, always do cross realm. Uh, uh, cross realm partying and stuff. Yeah, that's that's nice how they've done that. So, do you make it clear how professions work now? You can kind of just level them up no matter what level you are. Correct. It's yeah. nice. And then the certain down- zones, yeah. Uh, the only real downside, actually, is um, some of the uh, crafting. Some of them can take a little while. Like um, the current uh, purple quality um, enchantment crystal is quite hard to get hold of. Yeah, that's why you put in an enchanter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, even then, um, the, uh, the way you get those though is um, it's I think it's three dust for one fractured crystal and you need 10 to turn into a, a normal one mm-hmm. and of course the work orders do take quite a while yes hey but it's better than a kick in the pants well uh, at least i'm not spending like money on the auction house for this stuff right i do like that they've definitely pushed out um the function of the auction house because um there is fur and fish and meat that you need for regular crafting. They've also made crafting cross um, consumption. So, for example, there's a bunch of things that I need for alchemy that require black rock ore. And so I can either go to the auction house and buy it or buy it from a mining friend because I'm not a miner, I'm an herbalist. Or... When my base gets big enough, I can unlock a mine, and once a day, I can go down into the mine and pick up the ore that the people have been mining down there. So, lots of ways to do that. It's I appreciate the diversity of the things that I can do. 
So can you level just with your garrison, do you think? Or no. are you supposed to go do quests and stuff? You still? do need to go do quests. Okay. Because stuff, there's stuff that only unlocks after you've quested. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that um, in order to unlock, I think it's certain levels of buildings and certain buildings, you need to either complete areas or just flat out level up if you're leveling by like dungeons or PvP or something. So... Hmm. All right. Fair enough. Oh, let's see. What else to talk about? Wow. Um, it got a DDoS. Yeah, it got DDoSed on yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yeah. Was it, being was it being maliciously DDoSed, or was it yeah. just being DDoSed by the sheer number of people trying to log into it? No, Malicious. actually. Okay. So that's what EA's been spending their money on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they put in um, they put in um, uh, four hours of maintenance today, just uh, a few hours ago. Um, so I think DDoS is a new force power. <clears throat> all right. That's so we all done with WoW? Power. I think we're done with WoW, Manny. You guys want to cover anything else? BlizzCon? BlizzCon. <laughs> yeah, it's BlizzCon? so funny that you guys actually want to talk about BlizzCon like this year when there's nothing to talk about. You were there! I know. And like, what do you want to tell you? How the food was? I mean, seriously, there's nothing how to talk about. How was the food? Yeah. The, the way I, I've been describing BlizzCon is that it's a, it's a bigger show and a smaller show at the same time. It, it's bigger and the floor space they're taking up and the amount of games they have and the scope of, in which they're streaming all these things to YouTube, to Twitch, to virtual ticket stuff, to tournaments. They're even, spe- they're even selling separate tickets just to get into the arena to watch the StarCraft tournament. Mm-hmm. It was like a $25 ticket. You didn't need to – you could just buy at the door. But at the same time, there was less to do. Like I remember in the past, there would be like little side activities like there would be – one of those gravity wheels or whatever you, you strap yourself into and they'd spin you around or did you go up to the, did you go up to the Dolby Atmos theater uh, it, it, it wasn't worth the wait what? I was bored that's the thing though I mean wait it wasn't worth the wait but you didn't see it I did see it oh you it did wasn't see worth it. the wait oh I left immediately it was like five seconds I'll get to that oh okay but um It was strange. Like, if I could describe the press at the show, sure. Everyone, would, I, I would cons- I would call everyone slightly bored. <laughs> well, <laughs> isn't that normal with BlizzCon? Like, all the big news comes out of the first uh, the the opening ceremony. No, I felt like a little bit more so this year. Okay. Like for like for example, you'd see people like you'd be walking past people and they'd be they'd be sleeping. <laughs> On like the couches, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I know how you feel." <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about the like the demo area for us. There mm-hmm. was um, Reaper of Souls on PS4, empty the entire show. There was um, the Goblins and Gnomes expansion, which was it saw light use. There was like six machines for warlords, warlords, which were pretty much empty the entire show. Um. There was a. Oh, this is in the press area, right? Yeah. Okay. There was Hearts Heroes of the Storm. 
Dude, like hearts? Used, they were showing off the three new characters, uh, Thrall, Jaina, and the Lost Vikings, and a new level. And, you know, people were slightly interested if they played a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, there was StarCraft. They were showing off the art. Uh, Protoss, the Legacy of the Two Void? new missions from the Protoss campaign and a little bit of the intro story nice. with Artanis. And it's... it's. Did you play if, that? If was you, that any good? Did you like the last two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But this is Protoss now. No? All right. It's the same thing. All right. Fine. That, that's, that's not a bad thing. Both, the last two were both very high quality. It's the same thing. I mean, the same structure. You, you have a bridge. You have a crew. You talk to the crew. They give you background. Um, now your bridge is, is made of stars. No? no. Okay. All right. Fine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, is, is the change of, it's a change of scenery that big a deal? To, I'm, no, I mean, not. to some people, that's like <laughs> the difference about why they love Assassin's Creed or why they hate it. Like for for some people, the the fact that you're in Constantinople now is enough to get super super excited, rather than like no, it's just the same game. I thought you're in Paris now. No, that was talking like Revelations. Oh, okay, okay. But you know what I mean. Like this, the change of scenery is enough. I mean, I'm like it's not. I'm not crapping on the game I think it's gonna sure. what I played was fine it's just you know what to expect at this point um yeah and they have the new multiplayer units I didn't get to try those out and then finally the one thing that was I think was the talk of the show for everyone the highlight of the show for everyone was Overwatch so Overwatch got announced during the opening ceremony is mm-hmm. TF2 for Blizzard and why it, it what makes this stand out from it? a lot of people see it and think, oh, they're just doing like Valve's thing. And is, is there anything different about this? I, I think like the lead designer said is that if you want to compare us to Team Fortress 2, that is quite the compliment. And thank you. Right. But that doesn't and change the comparison. No, it doesn't. And I don't know why we should. But, but do we need two games that are like that? Do we need video games? Period. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but these these arguments just never fly with me because it's like you could have said the same thing about Hearthstone. Do it's we not, need another? It, but it's not an game? argument; it's a comparison. So, I mean, no, is no, no, there no, no, anything no, no. more but, to the game than that? Is it just TF2 now, but with Blizzard design characters? I'm looking to see what stands this apart. Does anything, or is it just another one? And that's hey, fine if it's another one. In this one. Yeah. No, that's what, I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to tell you is that if, if, even if Hearthstone is just like a, a lighter version of, of Magic the Gathering, that's totally fine. I know that's fine. I'm trying to figure out if that's and I'm what trying it to is. Tell you that, dude, I'm trying to tell you right now, that's fine. That if, if, if it's just, team, if just like uh, the Blizzard's version of Team Fortress with a, like a little Dota mix in, that's but great. But is that's that fine. what it is? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to say yes. Like, okay. yes. You, 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 were, you were arguing that it is fine if that's what it was, but I could never figure out if that's what it was. All right, cool. I don't know. It just seems to be a little bit more like, uh, I don't know, aerial combat, I guess. Well, no, no, no. I mean, there's definite differences between that and Team Fortress 2. They're not making, like, literally the exact same game. No, I mean, yeah. But, I, but yeah, it is of... much faster. Uh, there are a lot more characters. You can switch the characters every time you die. Rather than being locked in during a match, um, it is like there's a lot of quick traversal, warping, flying, hovering, uh, turret stuff. You know, it, it, it's, it feels oh, different. I mean, for people who've, who've spent – that's the truth of all of these games though, right? I mean, to, someone, to an outsider, uh, an RTS game is just like every other RTS game. 
or a card battle game. It's just like every other card battle game. But the people who actually dive in know that these small changes make big differences over the course of the metagame and an actual match. And yeah, it definitely feels like its own unique thing. But like, I mean, like, like I said, if you don't play these kind of games, then yeah, it totally is just Blizzard's TF2. So, um, did you get the sense from uh, from them about how done this thing was? How done? Um, I could just tell you what I played. I mean, the levels that I played were very highly polished. I mean, there was one, like, fake Japan level that had so much detail, like, in the arcade starting area, where you were, like, penned in, or the be little arcade machines and there'd be like a street fighter ripoff and there'd be little pixel art on the screen dancing or there'd be like little murloc in the vending like murloc sodas in the vending machine i mean the kind of minutiae that you do only after you have everything else pretty solidly built so they've been working on this for a long time very highly polished it was not no bugs at all it was a very it seems like at this point what they really need to be fixing on new characters and the balances because the chain because the, the maps they've had so far really well built characters so, really well, fun to play so what about the idea that this is just the leftover scraps from titan that they've patently denied that wow okay um i know that's the, the i know that's the well i heard i've around. heard someone else saying that they've pat, uh, done everything but admit that no <laughs> so, like, <laughs> i mean i i have an audio recording where uh, someone from the press asked him point blank how much of this is titan he's like this isn't titan <laughs> Well, no, it's Overwatch, but... No, 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 I mean, he's, he's just... I know they said... I mean, we're one company. Of course, designers look around and build stuff and look at stuff, but we're not using, like, Titan assets or any of those things. He never... Okay. That's not what they never said. Okay. This isn't just, like, some scraps they cobble together. This is a game... If you look at... This is a game they've been building in and of itself for a long time. Yeah, it seemed like it. So even if it was Titan, it was Titan Round 1 or 2, not the most recent one. Um, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If this was an offshoot from Titan, that offshoot happened years ago. Yeah. All right. That makes more sense. I mean, the way they made it sounds like, no, we have designers who work on lots of stuff and and are, are, are moved from place from project to project. And what we were doing with Overwatch, I, I can get the exact quote. I'm sure I can find it. I haven't posted it yet because it seemed, it was as I thought about it, it was like, yeah, this is really belong on this RPG site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like he pretty like no, no, it's 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 not leftovers. This is its own thing, and it's been its own thing for a while. Mm-hmm. And it plays great. I played a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. If you want to know what I did most of my time at this thing, it was. And it's funny too because there was a line. I mean, usually in the press area there isn't a line. There's just like a twenty, forty to an hour long wait to play this game. Mm-hmm. And people would finish and they would go right back in line, <laughs> hey, which is still shorter than waiting like three hours downstairs. For what? Oh, for it was yeah. three hour wait with all those stations downstairs. It's always a long wait. It's always like two hours. I, I was hearing that it was a much shorter wait from other. Like people what? Two hours? Like, no, like twenty to thirty minutes. Downstairs? Yes, no. for Overwatch. Yeah. No, dude. Okay. You you mean they might have been cycling people? No, no, they do cycle people in twenty minute chunks. But believe me, those 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 line those lines are gigantic. Okay. They wrap around again and again. So if you're at the end, yeah, you, you have a two-hour wait easily. Mm. Because let me put it this way. When there was like 12 people in front of me, it was like an hour-long wait. At BlizzCon, you have like 60, like 60, 70, 80, 100, 200 people in front of you. 
were there any games downstairs that didn't have a long wait? Um, everything that wasn't Overwatch. Okay. And it was the same stuff downstairs as what they had in the press area, right? Yeah, I mean, the sentiment was largely the same. I mean, Warlords was coming out the next week. Uh, there were some people wanting to play Goblins and Gnomes. But this show, more than any other, BlizzCon, is, it was all about the tournaments. I mean, even the panels were very light on content, aside from like a handful like the Duncan Jones one in the Overwatch panel. Mm-hmm. With the Warcraft movie. It really was all tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. Yeah, and like the longest line, of course, like every year was the sh- was the bathroom and the store. All right, anything cool in the store? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't even oh, bother with a okay. four hour wait. I just. I don't. Plus, I just don't wait. get stuff in. Oh my gosh, four hour wait! That's it was like three, crazy. like three hours. Like I heard people later going, like, "Yeah, I waited three hours to get this." Oh my goodness! So did you go and watch like the, any Hearthstone? Uh, tournaments? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I watched zero tournaments. Oh, All right. That's fine, I guess. Zero tournaments. Um, I saw a little bit of the Warcraft movie. Oh, did you guys see that little reveal? Yeah, like some people waited like in line of like two hours for that thing. It was like twenty seconds, and then they showed a bunch of Blizzard cinematics. So did from their look, previous how games. Did it look? Uh, like a summer blockbuster. Okay. It looks faithful. It looks a little cheesy in places, but it's faithful. And some of the CG is like, I guess the way he describes it is like avatar level CG for the orcs. That's mostly true. I just, I, I don't know if it's going to be actually good, but it seems like if you want a faithful adaptation in a summer blockbuster... With like lots of high quality CG, that's what it is. Hmm. But yeah, I kind of got the Avatar feeling. It did feel like a bunch of people playing with cartoons in, in a weird way. Mm. What are the highlights? Uh, there's an interview I did with uh, the PvP creative director on the website. Um, I'm struggling here. What else? <laughs> uh, I mean, I assume that, that's what I was trying to tell you guys. Did you go to Metallica? Was... Nope. Okay. I mean, the, the funny thing is, I'm like, I'm, I'm not down on BlizzCon. I'm sure the people who went had a lot of fun. But for an RPG focused site like this one, there was not much for us, like at all. That's um, the goodie bag, I think, is one of their better ones in years. Probably okay. one of their best ones. Tell me about the goodie bag. I like goodies. Um, what they did for once is they did like in the recent years they've been doing like these big ticket items, and like early on they had like a bag of crap, just like a bunch of little things like paper masks or like uh inflatable ball with like some more crafting on it. Here they did like a best of both worlds, where they had one like small to medium size big ticket item and a bunch of smaller things so no matter what game you were there for whether it's like Hearthstone or Starcraft you got a little trinket or collectible just for you okay so like the big ticket item was like a Funko Pop Murloc 
But it was like a dead Murloc called Murgul. Okay. Uh, uh, Starcraft 2 Bouncy Ball. (laughs) Super Bowl with an Archon in it. Power overwhelming. There's a bunch of pictures on my uh, Instagram. Instagram.com slash LA Horizon. There's also a Reaper of Souls keychain of Malthiel. Oh, wow. Uh, A Hearthstone. You know the the coin you flip at the beginning of a match in Hearthstone? Yeah. You got one of those coins. But you could use it to put in a vending machine to get, like, crappy plastic figures. And, um, uh, World of Warcraft. Lions are horrible. I don't see this coin on your Instagram. Is the coin on the Instagram? No, I've been, I've been pacing it out. If you post everything um, at once, nobody looks. <laughs> um, Manny with the, the social media expertise. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta parse that stuff out, man. That is a giant treasure golem. Oh yeah, you said, <laughs> that was part of the Anna Marie would like that. That was part of their charity auction. Oh okay. Yeah, I have a bunch of pictures from the show floor. A lot. I got like tracer, professional tracer cosplay, some statues. Oh, I have some props from the World of Warcraft movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, dude. I mean, unless you want to hear more about Overwatch, I'm I'm struggling here for tell you anything new yeah anna you're get get on the mic yeah of course we do it's a new game okay uh i'll tell you some of the fun matches i had uh i played mostly as i played as a lot as bastion and as the the troll guy torball torball whatever his name was the one with the turret and uh it's pretty fun i it was was, it's all about you know getting a good line of Picking a good spot where you maybe only have line of sight on three spots. I remember one match in particular got like a twenty-four kill streak. <laughs> so, and bastions too. Uh, bastions? I don't know. I'm out. Did you play Winston? <laughs> Who's Winston? The gorilla. Nah, I tried him briefly. It wasn't for me. Right. I was doing much better as a turret guy, either as the Bastion robot or as the Torball guy. Mm. I mean, seriously, when you can get like 24, a 24 kill streak and get like a thousand more points than the person below you, you're doing all right. Let's go on, ladies and gentlemen. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. I mean... You I'll say this, if, if I had to fly out to do BlizzCon, I probably wouldn't go. No. Virtual tickets, the way to go, man. See all the panels that you're interested in. Watch the tournaments. But even the panels were a little light, like the Diablo 1, like the Diablo 3 panels. What? Like, like I remember Where I you got down, to like, see how they fixed the damn game? That was fascinating. A patch panel? No, not no, the I mean, like the other panel. one, like build, an, like build a legendary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish they had taken that all the way. But I did like that too. The the let's figure out some legendary stuff on live on stage. See, maybe that's different though, because I was I was getting ready to sit down with a notebook to take notes to write something up, and I thought I was like, we're gonna build a legendary. Let's list some attributes. Oh no, it, it's not for press. It was not for news. Oh. It was for enjoyment. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I think a lot of that's why Blizzard lets a lot of press in because I think they know at this point that people are gonna come in for like an afternoon on a Saturday and then leave, and that's mm. it. 
And that's totally fine. I think that's good for like a local LA press. They get a lot of, a lot, a lot of people. Hey, in. I know a couple of people who did fly out and enjoyed themselves very much at the at the conference. Oh well, that, that's different though. I mean, if you're flying out, you're going to go to the parties, you're going to hang out, you're going to do all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Played a I mean, lot of Overwatch. He was the one who was telling me the line wasn't too bad on the floor. Hmm. All right. Well. All right. BlizzCon. So now is a part of our show where we have feedback. Um, oh, s- wait, wait. What about what I've been playing? Oh, have you been playing anything? Yeah, a bunch of stuff, dude. Like what? I just finished South Park Stick of Truth. Ooh. Final thoughts? Um, What a sick, twisted, and wonderful little adventure. Hmm. Totally worth it. It ended faster than I thought. I wasn't ready for it to end when it, when it, when it wrapped up. I, thought, I still thought I was going to go to hell or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, no, I guess that's over. Okay, well, at least you didn't overstay your welcome. And I got all the gym Pokemon, including Shu. And uh, got all the friends in South Park. So I'm pretty much, I feel completely satisfied. It was like one of those, done, wash your hands of it, put it on the shelf. And like, just remember finally back on it. Um, I also entered the next gen. Got an Xbox One. Oh, good for you. Good for me. Yay, I'm a consumer. I You're spend money. You're a consumer. We were, we were looking at, there's a Black Friday deal coming that we're looking at. But you got a really swag deal because you traded in. Yeah, I had an old Xbox 360 uh, Elite hanging around. I, I was literally going to, it was just a big box in the living room that I was getting pissed at. I was going to throw it away or get, try to give it to somebody if anybody actually wanted it. And I saw like Major Nelson tweeted like, you know, you can actually get an Xbox One for 250 if you trade this in and use our $50 gift card. So I'm like, yeah, I went down to the Microsoft store, traded in. Um, I got the, I got the, what did you Assassin's trade Creed in? Unity bundle. What did you Microsoft trade? store? No, what did you trade in? An Xbox 360 elite. Wait, you could, tr- huh? For a hundred bucks. But then how are we going to play games on a 360 with each other? I do have a 360. I told you I had an an old elite oh, hanging around. An old elite. So I don't know what that means, but all right. What? What's elite about it? That's the model name. Oh, okay. The Xbox 360 Elite. And you have a newer one that's more elite. <laughs> I'm lost. Okay. <laughs> no, just Google it. Xbox 360 Elite. It's well, like I mean, what's really the one old- you kept? I, I just had a newer one from from a okay. while ago. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the one before the the what they made it to look like um, the slim, the one that they, they oh, had before. They okay. made it. Yeah. yeah, I just had an old elite hang, sitting around that I was never using. It was in a box. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, you could trade in anything. They're, they're even taking like old PlayStation threes or like Wii's or something, and they'll give you a hundred dollar credit on it towards the purchase of an Xbox One. Oh, but you'd eat anywhere? Or was this just that one day? Microsoft Store. Yeah, we don't have those around here. I'm sure you have one in your entire, in your state. Uh, let's see. MicrosoftStore.com. Let's find out. They're opening new ones all the time. So what'd you get with your Xbox? I was saying, I got the, I got the Assassin's Creed Unity bundle. Which is just Unity, right? Yeah. All right. No, it comes with Assassin's Creed Black, Fra- Black Flag and Unity. But it's no connect. Code. No. Well, you oh, could get connect if you friend. wanted to. Hey, you get to go. Sh- you get to play pirate ships. Hey. Yeah. Can we play pirate ships to get? No, of course not. No. Even if we, even if we could, we couldn't because different platforms. Er. 
Wow. No, and what? I also had like a gift certificate, a gift card. Yeah. So I, I got an Xbox One for like $180. I mean, I wasn't going to jump into the next-gen games, but I figured, hey, for 180 bucks, and I'm going to use this machine over like the next five to ten years, that's pretty cheap. That's so, cheaper than if I bought one of those stupid iWatches later. Can you trade in your PS3, 360, or 360, 360S, or 360E console? What does that mean? Listen. I think the E was the one that came with like no hard drive. Okay. Well, they only um, want they actually have like a E's. list. They actually have like a big list of the consoles and a oh, okay. big grid of stuff. And as soon as Major Nelson tweeted that, I said, I figured, man, I better go to the Microsoft store. And when I was there, there were two people. There was three people trading in consoles and getting new Xboxes and then like two guys came in after me to get Xboxes like that single tweet by Major Nelson sold several Xboxes that one day because they just did the $50 price drop plus $100 off. it's like $150 off a machine that was $500 just a year ago so oh, excuse me I mean, at this point, I don't even care if the PS4 is better because there's a big difference for me between 180 and 400. Mm -hmm. I get basically the same experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at this thing. There is a Microsoft store somewhere in our state, Wauwatosa. Let's find out how we get there. Um, That's near Milwaukee, I think. Let's see, Wauwatosa. It is on the way to Milwaukee, Anna. Good call. So let's go not get an Xbox One. I thought it was a great deal. I mean, so if we save a hundred, so wait, how'd you get down to one hundred and eighty? I had a, I had a, had it was two eighty, but I had a hundred dollar gift card. Two eighty, but it's only three fifty. So it's three fifty minus a hundred is two fifty. Oh, California tax is exceedingly high, oh. especially in Los Angeles. Okay. It's like ten percent over ten percent. Right, right, right. Okay, you're including tax. Got it. You always got it, man. It comes yeah. out of your wallet either way. Hey, but I figured that's plus two free games that I would have spent like 20 bucks on anyway. Well, maybe not Unity. I don't think I would have bought Unity based on what I'm hearing. So our store is a Microsoft specialty store, which features is a... just a pop-up? Features a curated selection of the best Microsoft products. Mm. So that's what it sounds like. Let's see. Where did, where did Manny go? Did you... All right. Los Angeles. Westfield Century City? Yep. I think that's the only one in SoCal. That's a full store, so... Yeah, it's bigger than the Apple Store, and and twice as empty. <laughs> do they do uh, regular dance breaks still? No, they stopped doing that. Though, but that is like the uh, Microsoft's central place for every event in LA. Like that's where they do like their E three stuff. Like, hey, come down, fans, or we have a Sunset Overdrive launch. Whatever it is, that's like I think that's what I'm starting to like about Microsoft is that they're using. They know that those stores aren't big sellers. So they're using it as the PR venue that it should be, and that it rightfully, honestly is. So, you know, whenever there's a big game coming out or something, anything Microsoft-related, they'll have an event at the store, they'll give out stuff, they'll invite people in, they'll feed them. It just, bring, it just breeds goodwill. Cool. So I need Xbox One, friends, if anybody hit me up on Twitter. At Merino, E-M-M-E-R-I-N-O-E-M. Let me know what your thing is. I'll add you up. Yeah. I know everyone went PS4 this generation, but like I said, 
the, I didn't think the PS4 may be better, but it's not better enough to justify the extra 200 or 200 plus month dollars I would have spent on it. So there's some good uh, Black Black Friday deals coming up for for these consoles too. Yeah. Oh, in theory, I had it. Black Friday. And and it's crazy, too. I feel I feel kind of guilty, man. Like, I'm ready to start playing only the new games when I still have a bunch of old games to play. What does it say? It doesn't say what the deal is. What the heck? Starts at 1127. I, <laughs> I know you can get, like, a, like a PlayStation 4... GTA 5 and Last of Us Remastered bundle for like probably like three eighty, mm-hmm. like twenty dollars off the four hundred dollar price tag plus mm-hmm. the two free games. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like Walmart will give you like a thirty dollar gift card, that kind of stuff. Yep, Anna, what were we seeing for Xbox Ones that were making us think we should get one? Um, it was three fifty for the Connect model and three games. Oh wow, that is a good deal. Yeah, who was that through? Um, I don't remember. Well, look at this. I can get a really ugly Xbox One. It's a limited edition Call of Duty Advanced Warfare bundle. That one has a terabyte hard drive. Oh, okay. And sound effects. It has special sound effects, people. Yeah, I was thinking about getting that one to get the, because I was thinking that I wanted the hard drive, but I was thinking, but I was like, ah, Xbox One, you can just attach any external hard drive. Yeah. And I'm, I'm spending a hundred extra bucks for a game I probably would have spend only $20 on and only get even like three to 400 extra gigs. Look at that controller. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they they went over the top of that one. <laughs> All right. Hey, if you're a Call of Duty fan, that's what yeah, you want, I guess right? so. Garish ass. <laughs> hey, I actually have a camouflage Xbox 360 controller because it was super cheap and when I was replacing the one that was stolen. So mm. I'll, buy, I'll buy camouflage stuff if it's going to save me money. <laughs> I got no problem with that. Oh, uh, should we move on, folks? Let's move on. We got some phone calls. Oh wait, Manny, did you did you play anything else? Um, no. Okay. Just wrapped up South Park. Uh, set up the Xbox. Been doing some BlizzCon stuff. Had you been downloading all your free games? Um, yeah. It took a while. My internet's pretty slow to download. Like, let me see. Uh, it was like twenty-two plus forty. It was like sixty gigs I had to download. Still, I don't think I'm going you, digital this generation. You had a you had an instant game collection. Oh, what? Yeah, I just only I only downloaded Guacamelee. Oh, okay. and uh, yeah. You're, you're not trying Crimson Dragon yet. Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Eventually. Eventually. All right. Well, we got some phone calls here. Let's uh, let's jump into feedback. Uh, don't no emails yet because I still haven't dug out the the inbox from the snow. But I uh, and we didn't have any uh, posts in the forums. But here we are. Two voicemails. Thanks everybody for phoning those in. First off, Matt. Yeah, this is Matt from Texas. I was just calling back to clear one thing up. I don't mind uh, mobile game talk. You talk mobile games all the time. That's not a problem. It's just the, the tech of it, you know, it bothers me. Okay, bye. So Matt sends us a conflicted message where he tells us that he doesn't mind us talking about mobile games, but that it also bothers him. No, <laughs> he doesn't mind talking about games. He doesn't want us to drone on for two hours about the phones. 
He said mobile games right there. No. He oh, the said tech. 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 Oh, I thought he said hack. Tech. Oh, tech. okay. Mobile it's tech. The phone tech. Got it. Conversation. All right. Got it. Thank you, Matt, for clarifying. Mm. I happen to agree with him. So I think there's a fast forward button on every single <laughs> music playing device. I yeah, and let's talk about fast forward buttons for a while. How they've evolved over the years. Oh so. no no no! <laughs> forward thirty seconds. Forward fifteen seconds. That's All right. I'm saying is I this, though, man. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts that I love, and sometimes they talk about things. You know, I, Did you even podcasts, podcasts I subscribe to every single week. That talk about stuff that I don't necessarily love, but at the same time, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to stymie those people for doing what they do. I, I what I really like. Uh, Stella points out how chill Matt is, so he is super chilled. So thank you, Matt, for calling. In. Keep Matt, keep calling. In. All right, <sighs> got another call. Hello, RTG Cats. I'm calling in today to ask you your opinion on the PlayStation TV versus the PlayStation Vita. I'm in the dilemma of I've already bought a Vita game that I don't have a console for, but I wanted to support the games being brought over to the U.S. Um, I do not travel that often with my portable game system, so I'm looking at getting a PlayStation TV. Wanted to hear your opinions. Sorry about the ramble. Uh, this was R.J. Putin. So, R.J., um, I, first thing I'm going to do is direct you back to the Extra Life episode where we talked about the PlayStation TV in depth. Um, and the second thing I to talk to you about is uh, I don't know what game you got. So you need to check to see if your game is compatible because only certain games are compatible with the Vita TV. If it is compatible and you want to save a bunch of money, right now they've got like Vita TVs on sale for 79 bucks by themselves. Take that and your, and your game, play it on a TV and you're good to go. And that seems like a very viable option for you to save some money. But not all Vita games are compatible. And there is something nice about being able to lay in bed and play a game. Yeah, I mean, that would be my argument. It's like, do you want to play it on the couch or do you want to play it in bed? And we really can't make that decision for you. <laughs> but that's between does my game play on the TV, do the games I want to play in general play on the TV versus do I want to play it on the couch or in bed? There is very little reason to buy a Vita TV if you don't have Vita games you want to play. So don't don't be buying it thinking you're getting some sort of multimedia device and that helps justify it. I play all of my games in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so that point is moot for me. <laughs> like I'm gonna play in bed either way. Yeah, but not everybody's got their um, house set up that way. If for some reason you also need to stream your PS4 to another room, the Vita TV may help you with that. If not, <laughs> probably don't need it. So, Look at that. A PlayStation TV plus a memory card plus a DualShock 3 controller is $99 on Amazon right now. Yep. How much is a Vita for comparison's sake? I don't know. You Apparently you're on Amazon. No, I'm not. I'm reading the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. PlayStation Vita. Borderlands 2 edition is 200 bucks, which comes with Borderlands <laughs> 2. Um, that is the cheapest one they have on here. Well, they've got a factory rear certified one by itself for 170 But based on what I'm seeing here, you'd go with the Borderlands bundle for 200 There's also a Walking Dead bundle, but it's overpriced at 300 So I don't know what's up with that. And... Yep. Well, it sounds like the, the Borderlands bundle is the way to go on Amazon. Maybe you find a better deal in a local store. Can you play Crisis Core? No, you can't play Crisis Core. Crisis Core was never released digitally. 
So you can't play it. <laughs> All I know is I'm not regretting opting out of this handheld generation. Not in the least. Not even for a second. You're not what? Regretting Sorry. opting out of this handheld generation. Oh, you didn't get a Vita. Or I don't got a Vita or a 3DS. Oh, man. There's so much good stuff on 3DS. But whatever. Well, uh, well, there's so much good stuff if you any. like said stuff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm thinking about the games that he might play on a 3DS, and I'm coming up with SMT4. SM3-4? SMT4. Yeah, that's the, like the one I would play. <laughs> and maybe Devil Survivor Overclocked? Nah, I have the original Devil Survivor on my 3DS. Never popped it in. On your DS, you mean? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I, Shin Megami Tensei would be the only game that I can think of that would clearly... Smash Brothers! <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. <laughs> Even I'm laughing at that, Chris. No. Oh, no. my goodness. You want to know how, what it is? Uh, like, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll get this effort. into the news, but like at this point, I'm thinking like, oh, oh my goodness, XCOM Enemy Within was just released on iOS and Android. That's wonderful. I thought oh it my wasn't. Goodness. I thought they had like, if you want it to release, you need to do something. What? Huh? What are you talking about? Um, that I was just seeing that Enemy Within. Okay, I guess it is out. Yeah. Uh, the ex- we'll talk about it in the news, I'm sure. No, I didn't catch that. Oh, I'll just tell you real quickly. Um, uh, so 2K has uh, originally they weren't gonna add the Enemy Within expansion for XCOM because yeah. the Apple's already like too bloated as is to yeah. add in the the thing. What so what they did mean? was they surprised everybody by they took down the last one and then they put up the new one for cheaper and it includes the XCOM Enemy Within uh, expansion content. Oh, but you gotta buy it again. Yes. You had to buy it again on 360 anyway. And that kind of thing. They're just treating it like that kind of platform. I want an IAP. Nah. It, no, I don't. You don't want to save money? I don't like IAPs in general. And what, you, is, they, they would, and you wouldn't DLC be saving money. expansion pack? What's wrong with that? You wouldn't be saving money anyway. The expansion always was like $30. But it was less than the price of the full game. And this was this is this less is than the price of the full the game. The full game. He said they took it down. They made it cheaper. Fine. The game was originally twenty bucks when it came out on iOS and Android, and now it's uh, thirteen. Thirteen dollars. Okay. I mean, I'm not including sales because you know things drop and then go back up to full price all the time. I mean, you're. I mean, if you already owned XCOM, I mean, it's fine. I mean, if you if, if you want to wait, you can totally wait. I'm sure. Like eh, by Black Friday at the end of the year, there's going to be another sale, and this will be like six dollars. Do you know what I mean? Mm. All I know is that the game looks actually looks graphically better, and added all the cool uh, expansion content that I didn't think was going to be available. And they released it on Android and iOS same time, complete parody. That's great. It's also coming to Amazon Fire, and I think to Windows Phone. Wow. Hey, I can try an Amazon Fire for 30 days for free because I'm a Prime member. Translation, we have a lot of these. Please take yes, them. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, we I made saw that, that same comment last night. <laughs> I, I was looking at that with Anna. We're like, oh, 
that's cool. We could play with a, a more, an Android-based tablet that you can't jailbreak or anything. Well, I guess you could, but that you'd have to jailbreak and stuff. And it's like, no, we don't really need this, do we? No. All right, never mind. <laughs> so much for that. So that's cool. I'm, I'm excited to XCOM. That was like a surprise release. They didn't announce, pre-announce. That was just the day before. Hey, XCOM's coming out. Play it on your tablets. Also works on your phone. XCOM. Yay. RP Gamer covers it. I should write a new story about that. You should. All right. Another another hardcore game to get on my iPad that I haven't even started, even though I own the computer version of it and the Xbox version of it. Uh... But now you can play it in bed. <laughs> With lower quality graphics. Woo. Same quality graphics on the 360. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's all about yeah. how close your face is to the screen, isn't it? No. Oh no! Yeah, not at all. Yeah, texture yeah, qualities. Totally. No, they used to. Dude, texture it's qualities. not even noticeable. It's fine. Okay, I, I know whether the, you notice it or not. I, I don't know. Are the, you counting pixels, Manny? I notice the difference in quality between Hearthstone on my PC and Hearthstone on the iPad. He's a snob. That's all you have to say. It is a very obvious. It's a very obvious quality difference and frame rate difference. Even though I'm on an iPad Air too, they don't bother to take advantage of the extra horsepower. Oh my goodness! I agree with the guy about the tech talk now. Oh come on! <laughs> so you tell me I can't notice it, then I tell you I can notice it, but that makes me a snob. <laughs> it's like well, it kind of does now. make you a pixels well, counting snob. No, it's that not means it. that means it matters more. <laughs> oh, but it's okay for you to not like a 3ds. I can't, I can't not notice this. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I don't have a 3ds because there isn't anything I want to play on it. It's like fine if you want to call me a tea snob because I only buy specific tea from a. That's fine. I totally am. I'm you a know? graphic snob. I will admit it. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Now we can move on. Oh, oh, Which apparently oh, is defined by noticing a difference makes you a graphic snob. But all right, then I'm a graphic snob if that's what it means. Okay. I'm, I'm, glad I'm, going to, I'm going to the news. Is what I'm going to do now. It isn't that you notice say, the difference. I died it's and that gone it to like high you. school hell. You have. <laughs> you have. <laughs> Bloodborne has been delayed to March. Yeah, this week is going to be the, the week Anna, of get on the mic more. This week is going to be the week of all the news stories of stuff that's been delayed because it's November and it should have been out by now. Whoops. Yeah. So from... Sor- oh, wait. This is... Oh, Bloodborne, Bloodborne. This is the uh, Dark Souls follow-up, essentially. And, yeah, that stinks. So it was going to be February. Now it's going to be March. It was never going to be oh. this year, Anna. I know. Okay. So it's just a week. Just a week. Quinn, you excited for that? That made it sound like it was going to be so much worse. I know, right? Well, I got to build it up. Yeah, I got to build it up. All right. We got a bunch of trailers up for Dragon Age Inquisition. And anything useful out of that? Yeah, look at more uh, characters and stuff from the game, including a dude which looks like he has a machine gun crossbow. Um, I will leave you to watching those. Final Fantasy XIII 2 has a date on Steam. December 11th, it'll be available for 20 bucks or 13 pounds, but you can be pre-ordered at a 10% discount if you want to play 13.2 on Steam. Whee! It's uh, going to... Hey, um, go ahead. Unfortunately, a far better game came out on Steam last week. Oh? Valkyria Chronicles. That's true. We'll get to that later. Um, so, <laughs> Square Enix has put in additional options to Final Fantasy 13.3. 13.2, rather. Uh, 60 frames a second, 1080p, and the option of choosing English or Japanese voiceovers. Ooh. I'll be, uh, I'll free up 60 gig then. 
<laughs> That's a good point. It will include some of the DLC from the original release, but there are no specifics on which. That game had a lot of DLC, so... Hmm. I have, still haven't finished 13-2. I gotta think about if I, I want to finish it on PS3 or on I think I stopped here. just before the end. I did not stop just before the end, that's for sure. But I certainly had no clue what was going on. Time travel. Uh, We've had enough time so, travel for today. so messy, yeah. All right. Even as we near release, Nintendo and Game Freak... Okay, why am I just reading the story? You know what? Screw it. For once, I'm just going to read the story. Zach Webster's words. Even as we near release, Nintendo and Game Freak still have more in store for Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. For those who love legendary Pokemon, this trailer is just for you. (laughs) All right. I won't just keep reading. So there is a uh, trailer. Talk about the Deoxys in uh, Alpha and Omega Sapphire Ruby. So you can go check that out. In anticipation of its release next week. Anyone else excited? Of what? Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, you can play on your 3DS, Manny. I don't have a 3DS. I know. <laughs> Final Fan... Or, excuse me, that's wrong. Fantasy Hero Unsigned Legacy coming to America. So, Arc Systems Work is releasing Fantasy Hero Unsigned Legacy in North America. It is a Vita-exclusive game. It's an RPG, and you shoot things and hit them with swords and sometimes just throw things. And yes, that's kind of like exactly how the game is described on here, so that's all I know for you. Um, but it's a Vita RPG, so yay? Maybe? I don't know if it's any good. Don't wait for the reviews on that one. Just give them the looks. Pillar of Eternity! You know that game that the folks are working on? The from what folks? Obsidian and Paradox? Or oh. mostly Obsidian? Well, no, Paradox. Yeah. Obsidian, I think, is just publishing it or something. But yeah, no, Paradox is just published. That's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> Pillars of Eternity, you can pre-order it now. You get 10% off, and you also get some in-game items. Um, backers of the game will also get those items. You can watch a live stream that already happened two days ago on the Twitch channel. <laughs> and Ooh, can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse Cox was uh, streaming that along with the project director, Josh Sawyer. And they were showing off unseen content, blah, 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 blah. And I need to remember if I kickstarted that or not, because I honestly don't remember at this point. Keeping, I keep remembering you say no repeatedly. Well, I did I not, it's like, for example, I did not kickstart. Um... Wait, is this the one that I did that with? One of these games, because I donated a dollar just to follow all the emails. Ouya? No, but that's what I did with Ouya as well. Um, I'm still getting. Does that crap. still exist? I'm still getting. Yes, I'm still getting. Somebody was just releasing a game for the Ouya. Um, They're working on the Ouya too. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was coming out for the Ouya? I just heard about something coming out for the Ouya. Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, people are still putting stuff out on there. But because I donated a dollar. They gave uh-huh. me the link to their donation site where you have credits for the amount that you've donated and then you kind of choose what rewards you get and you're supposed to like sign up for the rewards you originally signed up for. And this is how they are setting up all the final orders in stone and you set in your shipping date and all that. So I noticed that while this is the same pool, because I 
got a dollar in earlier, I had access to all the um, Kickstarter backer rewards and not just Slacker backer rewards. And they're still taking donations that count towards your account. And I was like, I'm way more excited for this game now. So I'm just going to donate through the Slacker backer and take that credit and get a Kickstarter exclusive backer reward now because... You know, I've just upped myself up, and I save money over the original game. And I'm trying to remember what game that was, and I just realized it's made for really boring radio. So, moving on! Pillar of Eternity coming, or is available for pre-order. Since when has boring radio ever stopped us from doing anything? Oh, boo, come on. Really? Oh, come on, we are so boring, and you know it. <gasps> That's terrible. The only reason, the How only people listen that? to us are truckers, How who happen to like that? RPGs. Truckers? We keep them busy in this long. Hello, hello, fellow truckers. Thank you for supplying us wait, with wait, all wait, the wait, goods wait. and services we need. Well, let's walk that back, fellow truckers. They're my fellows. I appreciate them. <laughs> you don't. You're not a trucker. No, but I consider them friends. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris. What you got against truckers? I've got nothing against truckers. Darn it. Uh. Digging that hole. Digging that hole. Fine. Uh, was it Torment? It might have been Torment. I got to figure all this out stuff out now. Do you mean Massive Chalice? Is that the game? No. Because that game went into early access. I threw... What did I do with Massive? Um, oh, I canceled my pledge on Massive. Because there was no point in having it? I was just... It was obviously going to fund, and I wasn't super excited about it, so I was like, well, I don't need to just throw my money at this just because. Um, it, it, it'll definitely appeal to the same people who like XCOM. No, it was, XCOM. it was me trying to exercise discipline over how much I kickstarted. Oh, I know, totally. But just like for people who aren't aware of it, just think XCOM, but uh, over a longer time span and a lot more permadeath. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see what we got now for next story. We got, oh, Banner Saga. Banner Saga. It's Remember coming to Banner PS4, Saga? right? Yeah, it's coming to PS4. I didn't. It's kind of cool. So Banner Saga finally hitting a console early 2015, and that's all we know. Um, really good game. Really enjoyed it. I'm really excited for the second episode to come out. And uh, so you should be uh, if you're going to be a PS4 only player and you don't like to play these games on a on a PC, you should be excited for this one. So. I, it's also on uh, I iOS, I, and I think it's coming to Android soon, too, yeah, if it isn't I, there already. Here's my dilemma is I think I would want it on either PS4 or iOS. Well, you already have it on PC, so play it there. Yeah, but I don't want to play it on PC. But it's fine. It's yeah, fine it's now. it's fine now, right? It's fine now. Uh-huh. I don't, why can't you just play it on the, on the platform you have it on and be happy? Because it's clicky, and she doesn't want to click. <sighs> it, you know what? It's a tactical... I'm, I'm really not, not a PC talking. gamer. If you're not I can what? Put a controller in my hand. I you're, feel much better. She says. She says as she's playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. I'm really not a PC gamer, as she plays World of Warcraft and King's Bounty Darkside. Yeah. And really how many not. Other really PC not a, games have I played and completed? I'm just here? saying you're playing two very classic PC series yeah, right now. But they're the exceptions. I mean, just because I say I'm not really a PC Anna, you're gamer. like that lady on the phone fo- on the plane playing Angry Birds that says she's not a gamer. I have never said I don't play PC games. I've said no, but you said I you're not, not a PC much gamer. Of a PC gamer. No, you said you're not a PC gamer. I'm not really a PC gamer. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're you're a gamer like the lady on the plane playing two PC games versus you know what I will ask. Does that lady of other what what 
Manny? No, I was just I was going to ask about the since you're comparing to this lady on the plane. Does that lady only play Angry Birds when she's on a plane because she's bored and trapped in a little tiny tube in the air and can't go anywhere? No, clue. It has nothing to do. I don't remember whose story it was. I'll Mine. Be okay. <laughs> it was on the way to a Natsume meeting one year. And if she doesn't consider herself a gamer, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm wondering, like, if she just occasionally plays, like, Angry Birds whenever she has, like, five seconds to kill. Yeah. And that's as far as it goes. I'd probably say, yeah, you're probably not much of a gamer. Honestly, labels, man. It's just all, like, consumerism. Banner Saga is really good. You played it on the PC because you have it now and you should play it now. All right. Y2K problem to afflict the PlayStation 4 and Vita. Oh, this headline. What is this? It's so clickbaity. Yeah. Alex, it's wonderful. Yeah, that was pretty good, Alex. So Ack Studios um, is putting out a latest project called Y2K, and it's coming to PS4 and Vita. It's a 3D turn-based RPG drawing inspiration from Mother Series and Haruki Murakami. I don't know what Haruki Murakami is. Oh, he must be an artist. Okay. Game is said to be story heavy, and there's going to be a demo at the PlayStation Experience in Nevada this December. What is that? Um, it's you know how like EverQuest and Final Fantasy and Eve Online have their sort of little fan thingies. Same yeah. idea, except this is Sony specific. Why is it in Nevada? Um, I don't know. Because they have big convention centers. stuff there, and there's convention centers, and the airport's cheap to fly in and out of. Okay. And I think they have good experience doing other PlayStation conventions there, like Anna just said. Um, I think they do, um, the game, I want to say they do... PlayStation Online, right? They do something there that's for, that isn't for the public, it's for the vendors. Uh, the GameStop Expo or something? No, no, the GameStop Expo is in Texas. Hmm. No, no, this is but a Sony. This is a Sony thing that happens in Nevada, but it's not for the public. It's for the yeah, it's, vendors. They get buyers in. Yes. Sorry. Off no, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I yeah. I all right. So it's uh just. Maybe the truckers. This one's for the truckers who like to go through Nevada. <laughs> no, this is for people who need a nice excuse to go to the, to, to Vegas during. Uh, during is it, the, oh, during is the it winter. in Vegas? Um, Nevada. Yeah. yeah, Chris. He Nevada? said in Nevada. He didn't say Vegas. Yeah. You you don't say Nevada when you mean Vegas. You say Vegas when you mean Vegas. It's totally in Vegas, though. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Then. All right. Is there I'm like any? in the middle of Nevada. Where are they going oh. for this thing? It's in- now, as a oh, Canadian, it's an old nuclear test site. All right. So this is mind, because Alex is not a U.S. person. You'd never just say Nevada. You say yeah. Vegas. Bear in mind, as a Canadian, is there anything else in Nevada outside of Vegas? A yeah, desert? yeah. There's the there's the there's the the area Kitty 50, Ranch. Well, Area 52, ah. right? <laughs> area 51. No, you have to go outside of you have to go outside the of brothel? Vegas because prostitution isn't legal really? in Vegas. Right, 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 right I right, forgot right. about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't there like I don't know a couple of former testing zones? Oh yeah, yeah totally lot, nuclear test facilities. Desert. Yeah. My yeah, Oh, there's a Hoover Dam. Right. That's where um um 
Harrison Jones. That's where Indiana Jones jumped into the fridge, right? <laughs> no. Or oh, didn't they also film that uh, film with uh, with John Wayne as Genghis Khan somewhere in Nevada? You know, with the one where everyone died from cancer. Or not Come, my fellow what Mongols. What are you talking about? Because that sounds awful. Day. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm ser- Chris. I'm serious. There was okay. a film done in the 1960s where they had John Wayne play Genghis Khan. That sounds right. And they filmed it downwind from a former nuclear testing uh, area in Nevada. Like 40% of the cast and crew died of cancer. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yes. No shit. No one knew at the time. No one knew. (laughs) I'm being Hmm. serious. They really didn't know at the time. Okay. It's the kind of thing that seems obvious to us now. Only because a bunch of people died. <laughs> we know about it. Wow. So, I can't find Pillars of Eternity on Kickstarter anymore. All right, it's bugging me. All right, so let's see. Uh, Y2K is coming. Great headline, Alex. And let's see what we've got now. We already talked about that. Persona Q. Let's go to Vegas. Yes, Persona Q. Oh, somebody's headset is snapping. What's up with that? Okay. Persona Q has a Shadow of the Labyrinth. You know, that's their their game that's coming up that has like an awesome, fantastic battle theme. If you haven't heard it, oh my gosh, listen to it because it's awesome. Um, if you like Persona music, that is. If you don't, then forget it. <laughs> you can uh, you can form parties. and the, They've got new trailers up and it's almost out. On November 25th, it'll be out. And this isn't really a news story. I'm sorry I read it other than to say I really like the, the music that I heard this week. So it's going to be awesome. Hey, guys. You like music? I, I like do. Persona music. Yo, dog. I heard you like Persona music. So you got your Persona game with Persona music in it for your Persona. The only people who get that joke are over 30 now. I don't even know if anybody gets that joke. <laughs> I don't even know where it's from. You don't even know. You're the worst. No. The worst memer that ever memed. I, it's just a meme to me. I don't even know where it comes oh, from. Oh, you make me sad. All right, it's from fine. Pimp Your Ride. It is? Or an exhibit. No. It was an MTV show, and I, the exhibit would have people who, who were into I, things, no, no, and they would pimp on, out hold their on, hold on, hold on. I know Pimp Your Ride. I've seen episodes of Pimp Your Ride. I did not know this came from that. Oh, that's why it's exhibit's face on all the on the meme photos. Oh. Right. It'd be like, for example, if someone was like, Remember, this is an old show. So, someone was really into like uh, games. They would take their old like jalopy and they would soup it up and they would put like a PlayStation One in the dashboard. He's like, "Yo, dog, I heard you like games." So, we put a game in your ride. Wow. All right. Exhibit. There you go. Yo, dog, I heard you like games in your podcast. We put some in this time. <laughs> So you can play games while you podcast. And, and, and then eventually it became recursive, and then it got ridiculous. But oh, then it got ridiculous. Okay. Well, you know what the internet's like. I do. The internet is like that. You yeah. know what I want to do? I wish Pimp My Ride was on Netflix. I would totally watch that terrible, crappy show right now. Let's do it. Everyone. <gasps> What I want is like a 24-hour live, like old live stream of just like, like old Hulu? shows of old grind episodes and just play it in the background while I do other stuff. Hmm. That would be great. You don't even know what the grind is, do you? The grind? 
No. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Should I? Not from, I guess not if you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> wow. Isn't that racist? Ouch. Against Wisconsinians, uh, totally. Wisconsin. From, from a Californian to a Wisconsinian, yes. Yes. All right. Well, forget this. If you are busy playing Lords of the Fallen's, uh, you know, the Dark Souls ripoff, you have got new DLC options for your game. So there's Ancient Labyrinth that includes a new puzzle-based dungeon called the Library. And uh, we'll also explore the history of Harkin. And then there's also... Wait, what's the other one called? That's just... The, oh, they've only announced the one. I, I'm sorry. I thought I had two to tell you about. Um, and uh, that's all I got. Sorry. New DLC. No one's playing it on here, so we can't really tell you more about that. Mordheim is a game I have played. Mordheim, City of the Damned. That is... So if you're familiar with um, Warhammer, uh, the tabletop game, where you buy all these figures and you paint them and you have an army, you take it to your friends, and you fight each other, and there's lots of rulers and dice rolls involved. Um, it can be really fun, but it can take a long time. And essentially because you have to play with units that have been released by the company that makes the game. If you spend more money, you have a better army. So there kind of some issues with that. You, you assign points and say you can only have units up to X points, but still, you know, the more options you have, the more flexible you can be, right? So they made a little uh, uh, kind of a small side game called Mordheim years ago. Um, and I've played this because I have a friend who's been playing role-playing games since before I was born. And uh, we go over, we play pen and paper games there. Um, but he also does tabletop stuff too. Um, and Mordheim is a cool little game uh, where you you have these, uh, you buy the box and in it comes the full army. So you don't have to worry about buying 8,000 different pieces and adding in new figures. You still might want to paint them just to make it look better. But you have your army and you have your like your selection figures. Oh, that's my army. Um, I kind of roll up some stats about them. So each of them have different abilities. Here's the figure that represents him on the battlefield. And then you play a little tabletop scenario. It takes uh, about two hours usually for the games we ran. I know you can do it faster and I know you can do it slower. Um, you have different factions, Sisters of Sigmar, which are basically like kick-ass holy nuns who want to destroy everything. Uh, the Possessed, which are um, crazy mutant things. The Skaven, which are rat men and mercenaries, which are basically humans. Um, now they're making, uh, it's on the tabletop, you know, you're again, you've got your rulers and you're rolling dice rolls and figuring out I shot this blunderbuss, my guy. How many of your guys got hit and how much damage y'all take? Okay, take them off the off the field. All right, now we finish the scenario. We get some, some experience and some stuff. My guys level up and play some more next time. And, oh, your guy got permanently killed. We got to take him out. So let's roll a new one. So you do all that stuff in the tabletop game. Now they're going to do something similar like that. They're going to make a tactical RPG out of it. So it it's kind of a tabletop tactical RPG, so it makes, makes sense. It should translate well. So they are going to, um, they're going to do, uh, let's see, you're going to have the four factions are going to be in the game. It's going to be a tactical RPG environment, and you're going to have the setting, uh, you're going to be permanent debilitating injuries, just like there are in the tabletop game. Uh, yeah, your guys can actually get permanently crippled, um, so it makes you wonder, should I just roll a new one or keep this guy around because he's got a lot of experience? Um, and, of course, you can lose your guys permanently. Um, it's going to have a single-player campaign. It's going to have multiplayer modes. And it starts early access later this month. And we've got a teaser trailer up. And I'm kind of excited because I've actually played this on the tabletop. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how they translate it. Because I always thought it was a pretty good game. So the end. Nobody cares. All right. 
Am I the only one? I am. Oh, I'm the only one who cares. All right. Well, I gave it a shot. Any other Mordheim fans out there, send your feedback to podcast.rpgamer.com. Let us know. Millennium has been fully steamed. So this is an indie RPG series. We've talked about some of the releases as they've been coming out. Um, it has uh, been translated. Fi- all, the, all the series releases have been brought over from their kind of independent releases to now being available on Steam. You can get it for 10 bucks, and that's it. I'll just tell you that. That's if you want to go check that out. I think we have... Do we have a review? We don't have a review. But we got tons of screenshots. So go check it out. Heretic Kingdoms. Shadows, Heretic Kingdoms. Anyone remember that? No? Uh, it's been pushed back a week. That's why you don't remember it, because it's not out yet. It's been in early access on Steam since June. I have no idea what's going on with Shadows, Heretic Kingdoms. I can't tell you a thing. What is this game? Oh, it's dark. and you. Oh, it looks like a Diablo game. I'm going to investigate Shadows, Heretic Kingdoms as soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy Airborne Brigade. That's right. We've got a little... Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to come back to that later. I'm so sorry. Uh, out of order. Out of order. All right. Bravely Second. We have some news. Bravely Second uh, is adding new few useful features to the game. So those of you who remember Bravely Second, a lot of things are Bravely Default. You know, it's about stacking up four attacks at a time a lot. So they are adding a new feature for the sequel. With you press the L button, you can select the same command multiple times. So pre- previously, you had to select the attack command or a certain magic by flipping through the menus four times. Now you just press L four times, and it will copy-paste that attack all four times. Useful? Yes. I'm excited about that. Um, additionally, there's a... Let's see. They've got a new job wizard who has a special attribute postscript that they show off. It lets you add modifiers to magic. Um... They've got a new ability called Halfies, which is uh, lets you extend item effects to the entire party at 50% strength. And let's see. And you, uh, it will have the encounter adjustment system that was in Bravely Default, along with the difficulty adjuster. It's out in Japan this winter. Excited for that to come over here next year. I think it's next year. I hope it's next year. Better get over here. And let's see. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Who's excited for Xenoblade Chronicles X? Alice. Right, yes. Yes, that's you. So, How, so. so were you excited to hear that the game's going to have online elements? Um, well, I don't... I'm not kind of one of those people who turns like sort of, you know, oh God, online elements, and then sort of start frothing at the mouth, like well, either in approval or in disapproval. But you would be so much more interesting if you were. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just boring otherwise. Uh, no. Uh, do, do you want me to turn my rabid fangirlness up? Like, do you want a, pa- a you want a Pikachu controller? No. Oh. <laughs> Failed deflection. Hori is making a Pikachu controller that looks all Pikachu themed and it has turbo buttons. Only in Japan so far, but hey, you can probably import it. it. Plugs right into your Wiimote. It does not plug into the GameCube adapter, so you can use it without one of those crazy GameCube adapters. And it's a Pikachu controller, so I guess it'll be useful for Smash. Um, I didn't realize they were doing this. I'm starting to hate that GameCube adapter. Well, and they released two other ones. One themed after Mario and one after Luigi. And it also plugs into the Wiimote. You don't need the GameCube adapter. So I really like the fact that you don't need the GameCube adapter for some of these GameCube controllers because we have already know that the GameCube adapter is only compatible with Smash, right? So there's a chance with this, maybe you could use this controller for other things. 
Also, it looks cool because it's Pikachu themed. And you get a Wiimote um, sleeve that's Pikachu themed too. So, Can we order this, Santa? No. No? It's the Pikachu Hori Classic Controller for 34.34 yen. So I guess it functions as a classic controller as well. So that's kind of cool. I like the GameCube controller. You don't? Hmm. Huh? All right, let's go to Japan and buy some controllers. Game Anna? Sure, since it takes me to Japan. Exactly. Hey, and speaking <laughs> of Elsa's game, Sega is super excited. That was a terrible transition. Sega is super excited because apparently the sales of Valkyria Chronicles on Steam has blown all forecasts and predictions out of the water. That's their quote. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all the fans for their support in the phenomenal success of this launch. They're delighted at the response from the Steam community, which indicates that newcomers to the series are finding it as enchanting and as gauging as those who have played it before. So, folks, are we going to get more Valkyrie Chronicles titles? That's what I want to know. No. What do you think? No. Not, well, I'm going to go with probably yet. not. Oh. Because here's the thing. And this was a fairly long discussion that I was part of on Twitter is they would need to make a lot of money. And I mean, I'm talking like half a million dollars or more. Uh, I don't want uh, them to Sega, make a... I just want them Sega to port. Sega have said that they have, they're very, very, very pleased with the sales of uh, what I just said. on yes. PC. Yeah, they put out a whole press release about it. Yep. But, I mean, and there were screenshots showing that it in certain regions was outselling uh, Assassin's Creed at times. Yes. But and want... the interesting thing is is that um, the Steam list is ordered by how much money the game is making, not how many copies it's selling. So the fact that it's $20 and outselling a $60 game is particularly huge. Indeed. Hey, what do you know? $60 game pricing, probably not a good idea for every game. Surprise! Alright. I'll carry a... Why is La Mulana recommended for me? I can't play that game. <laughs> I have no skills for that. What are you talking about, Steve? I, I would enjoy watching you fail. <sighs> I'm just looking at... I'm trying to look at this uh, this list on Steam. Where is it? Best selling, top sellers. No, it's not showing up compared to like Shadow Mordor and Binding of Isaac and Far Cry. But oh well, okay. Cool, 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 cool. So, but nobody thinks we'll get a port of the PSP titles. No. Valkyrie Chronicles apparently outselling Five Nights at Freddy's 2, which I didn't even know was out. <laughs> hmm. And Borderlands the pre-sequel. But that's kind of been out for a while. Okay, fine. There was a World of Warcraft... D oh, we already talked about this. The DDoS, it came from like mostly China, but it doesn't matter. Uh... I saw the I saw the uh there's a there's a website like ipviking.com or something like that that shows DDoS attacks as they're occurring and um yeah it was funny to see like most of the world and focusing in on Blizzard's data centers there's this coordinated DDoS attack it's kind of crazy Okay, who's a Majora's Mask fan? 
actually, I suppose I do like it more than Ocarina of Time. Please okay. Don't kill me. You have, uh, you have, uh, you, so you're probably the only one who's going to care that and then that there's a, you know, a new Majora's Mask port coming to 3DS. Well, actually, this could potentially be rather interesting because because of the state of my 3DS ownership means that if I want to play it, I'm actually going to have to import it. Hmm. Um, that's going to be quite interesting. Why is that? Considering, well, I've never played a Zelda game in Japanese before. Ah. Okay. So, um, yeah, it, that, that's going to be um, interesting. I can, I mean, I can remember quite a lot about. I, I, you know, I borrowed a friend's copy of Majora's Mask. I, I don't think I owned it myself. I, I can't remember if I've got the cart lying around somewhere. But um, I can remember. I think most of the things to do with Majora's Mask, but you know, not getting some of the dialogue hints might mean that, well. Yeah, could have some trouble. Do you have a new 3DS yet? Uh, well, you mean one with the circle pad on the yeah, right the one that isn't well? out. No, I no, <laughs> I don't have that. Well, you may be happy or disappointed, depending on what your plans are in regards to that thing. To know that the Majora's Mask port is going to play a little differently on the new 3DS. Well, I'm not planning on buying a second 3DS. It cost me enough to import the first one. Well, this could be in the region you don't have covered yet. No? Alright. Hmm? Don't you Wait, only have what? you only have US and Japanese regions covered right now, right? No, I don't I only have Japanese. I don't I only have one three D S and it's Japanese. Oh well so then you should buy a US new three D S and or a European new three D S and uh get the game in that region, then you don't have to play it in Japanese. Yeah, but then I have to drop what? Another two hundred and fifty pounds or something? Worth it. No, Chris, I just bought a Wii U. I didn't tell you to do that. All right. Well, they're not saying how it differs on the new 3DS. And hopefully it won't matter that much. Um, visually, they're going to look identical, apparently. And uh, that's all well, we that's know. that's good. Huh. Well, because remember, the new game has a more powerful... The new system is a more powerful processor and better 3D, oh, yeah. right? But, uh, all right. I wonder if the new 3DS fixes the crashing bug in Super Robot Wars UX. That would be hilarious. I have no idea. I would presume there is, not. But. There, there is a single, there is a single um, like game crash potential bug. I think if you get one character to attack another character, it's one specific character attacks another specific character with a specific attack, and the boss counters with a specific attack. It, I think it like. I don't know, overloads something somewhere and, and crashes the game. Hmm. It's quite a specific circumstance, but it's a notable crash bug. Alright. So. <sighs> Do I care about Pillars of Eternity is my real question. And John... Uh, Alice, we are going to have to get you a new headset because that... Your mute switch is so noisy. Sorry. <laughs> you touch it, I was like, thunk, 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 thunk. Right uh, in, if that's a problem What I might be able to do, <laughs> actually, is uh, switch out the cables that I'm using for a USB adapter and see if that makes it any better. Um, okay, we'll, we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Pikachu controller we talked about, Valkyrie Chronicles. I need to look up something about Shadows. Ah, that's right. 
It is time for our console and handheld digital store update. This is as of two days ago, but I want to let you know that Pokemon Trading Card Game is available on the 3DS. And why Anna hasn't bought it yet and isn't playing it is beyond me. Anna! Why aren't you playing the trading card game? She doesn't know. I recognize that. Um, Alright. On 3DS. It's out. <laughs> she walks in the room to get her 3DS. That's great. <laughs> she just looks at me. She thinks. She turns around and goes towards her 3DS. Alright. Fallout 3 has got a... Okay. So this is... Oh, this segment is so hard to do. Okay. So there's some sales and price cuts in North America. Let's cover these first. Dead Island is on sale on PS3 for nine dollars nine for nine dollars if you're on PlayStation Plus ten if you're not Dead Island Game of the Year edition is five dollars sorry Dead Island franchise pack was ten dollars oh because there's two Dead Island Riptide complete edition six bucks Dead Island Riptide on PS3 five bucks if you don't get the complete edition I don't know why you wouldn't okay Fallout Three on the 360 gold exclusive for under five bucks Fallout New Vegas also gold exclusive for under five bucks that is a lot of game that you're getting on your 360 for under five bucks. So if you've yet to pick up Fallout 3 in one of the 8,000 sales it's been in up to now, you sh- might want to jump on that. Magus is out for PS3 for 15 bucks. I don't even remember what Magus is. Um, Magus, excuse me, apparently it's pronounced Magus. Um, we actually have a, a note on our game screen about how it's pronounced. So I don't know if that's any good. Oh, that doesn't look so hot. All right. Risen 3 Titan Lords, 30 bucks on PS3. If you're plus, it's 27. Sacred 3 is 30 bucks on PS3. If you're plus, it's 27. So, Sacred 3, which didn't review so well. In Europe, we've got some new releases. Costume Quest 2 is out. Golden Sun Lost Age is out. Pure Solar and the Great Architects is out. And Tales of Heart R is out. Uh, for sales and price cuts, we've got Dragon's Crown on the PS3. Fallout 3 on the PS3 and Fallout New Vegas. For you guys, it is uh, 20 euros, 5 euros, 5 euros respectively, or 16 pounds, 4 pounds, 4 pounds respectively, depending on what country you're in, what currency you will use. Um, We have some more new game announcements. Let's see here. Refresh this list. Okay. No, that's not right. I just almost really botched this up. Shoot. Come on, folks. We gotta do better than that. All right, this list stinks. Is what this list does. Okay, here we go. The week of November sixteenth through twenty second, some additional announcements. Uh, Soul Axiom comes out on the PC. Uh, Penguins of Madagascar comes out. Woo! Dragon Age Inquisition is out this week. Who's excited? No one. Actually, I was just gonna say. Um, I haven't played the original Dragon Age, and I hear Dragon Age two wasn't that great. Original Dragon Age is awesome. Sub- I am somewhat interested in Dragon Age Inquisition to the extent where I, I have the original in my uh, Origin library because I think they gave it out free at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I am somewhat tempted to go through it if only to you know learn something about the world before playing Inquisition. I'll probably skip to I would. I would highly... Based on what I've seen, there's a lot of character recurrence. So if you want to get the most out of that, you want to... Be familiar play with the, fir- play first. the first at the very least. Well, yeah, and there's characters from the second one, too. So Yeah, I know. The good um, part is the second one, you I don't mean, have to play very long <laughs> to get a good yeah, feel for yeah. it. I, I don't, I'm not going to pick it up at release, mostly because I, I, I'm I, not... What, I've got games like World of Warcraft and stuff right, to play at right, the moment. Right, right, right. Um, 
But, uh, oh, crap. Yeah, that, those fireworks really are going. Um, it's just, uh, um, I, I, it's the kind of thing I might pick up in a, like, a post-Christmas sale or something. So, wait, let me just catch up real quick. So, you said you recommend that he does put, excuse me, you recommend that. one, yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, before jumping in. Yeah, play Dragon Age 1, then just go straight to Inquisition. If you really want to, I, I don't think you have to play it at all to jump into this one. Well, I would only do it in the case of I'm not planning on picking Inquisition up yet, and I might just okay. play Dragon Age in like yeah. the next couple of weeks or something. If, yeah, I mean, isn't Dragon Age, is Dragon Age 3 just dropping its story on the side or something? Because like, this is a giant story narrative game series. How would you not want the other two? It's not important. And believe me, if they did that, it would be like the worst financial mistake they've ever made to make it dependent on two other games, one of which oh, is super old. They already did that. It was no called Dragon about. Age 2. Um. Mm, which was also, they learned their lesson. It, it's not necessary. It totally isn't. This game stands on its own as its own independent thing. So anyone who's listening, don't feel like you need to play like a 60-hour RPG before you even jump into this 60-hour RPG. I just, I just don't agree with that. Given the the no, no, that, that's your personal preference. But, yeah. but I'm telling you, they built that game so you don't have to do that. Well, this is probably because um, you know they they already learned. They well, hopefully they'd learn something from uh, learn something from Mass Effect. So yeah, I mean, this is a brand new story with a brand new character and like. And you're doing brand new stuff. And you're surrounded by people from the previous two games, though. There's only two people from the previous two games, really. And there's other people. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's. But that's like any franchise, you know. I mean, that that it's craziness to expect someone to play like all the previous Assassin's Creed games to, just because you might get some backstory and to play Unity. It, believe me. Well, that's because they torpedoed the around Desmond Dialogue. Uh, they, they as someone who played the it. first five hours of of Inquisition. You can survive just fine. This is a nice starting point for the franchise for a lot of people. Isn't it meant to be an ending point, though? No, of course not. Hmm. No, no way, no, absolutely not. It's not, it's the, not third the end of the It's tri- supposed to wrap everything up. No, who told you that? Because it's the third one. So? There's a lot of third ones of yeah. everything. It doesn't mean it's the end of the franchise, not by a long shot. They, they see this as a rebirth of Dragon Age. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Literally, like I, I having played Dragon Age Inquisition the first five hours. Um, like one of the first characters you meet is Liliana and Anders from Dragon Age One Two. Doesn't even matter that they're from Dragon Age One and Two. It's not even like this. Like, oh my god, it's it's like if you know who she is, you know who she is. But other than that, it's totally like a non-issue. There, you, you have more than enough time to get to know these characters on their own terms. Because you have to remember, too, the character that you're playing has no clue who these people are. And, he, and this person is getting to know them as well. Okay. But yeah, if you want to, if you're a diehard fan, absolutely. Go Dragon Age Orange is a fantastic game. But absolutely don't feel like you have to. Uh, if you haven't played the first game, you're probably not a diehard fan yet. But okay. I, well, I know there's yeah, some people. I, mean, like, I don't know yeah. if I would actually turn around and play Dragon Age Two until I, you know, actually finished installing and then play Dragon Age One. Okay. Kind of thing. I um, just don't want like people to think like 
some people get scared away, like, oh, I have to play the first two before I can even begin to this one. I'm like, no, you totally don't. You 100% don't. As a matter of fact, there's the story seems pretty light at times. And there's a huge, huge, huge uh, codex that explains everything about everything about everything. Hmm. I, I mean, this is a new generation. It's a brand new game. They definitely want to bring in a lot of new players to this. And they're not going to have like this big barrier there. I mean, for goodness sakes, if you really, for a lot of people, it's probably going to be enough just to go to Dragon Age Keep and see what the options or choices were and then throw those into the world. See, and that was the other thing. They, they just, they've designed this whole thing so you can import your backstory and stuff into it. So that, that means yeah, it feels to me like viral, it matters. Then you do that viral website. Yeah, Dragon Age Keep. Yeah. And I know plenty of people are just making choices yeah. or skip two and just picking stuff for two based on what they feel. Well, that one I don't hold against them that much. But. I'll be right back. Okay, bye. All right, also off this week, Watch Dogs on Wii U. <laughs> Rabbids Invasion, which is, wait, what? No. What? It's an interactive I'm pretty sure Watch Dogs for Wii U is not coming out this week. Really? I'm pretty sure Ubisoft isn't releasing any games on Wii U for a while. So this is... So I'm not going to use this list anymore, then. Watch Dogs for Nintendo Wii U, release date 11-18-2014, according to GameStop. So I'm pretty sure they are releasing it this week. I'm going to check. I just checked GameStop. I can buy it right now. Hmm. All right. Uh, Rebels Invasion, Middle Earth Shadow Mortar for the old consoles, uh, uh, WWE stuff for the new consoles. Um, Not reviewing so well. Um, Ooh, Hatsune Miku Project Diva F Second is coming out. Um, Far Cry 4, big release this week, Far Cry 4. Um, The Adventure Time game, 3D, PC, PS3. Uh, Little Big Planet 3 is this week. And Grand Theft Auto V for the new consoles is this week. Escape Dead Island, which is a third-person single-player survival mystery um, related to the Dead Island series. What is that coming out for? Huh. Uh, yeah, oh, PS3, 316 PC on the 18th. All right. be interesting to see how that goes. What a Dead Island... Did Telltale make this or something? No, they did not. Fate, Fat Shark AB. Okay. Uh, Construction Simulator 2015. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Is there anything? Hey, look, it's another one of those crazy simulator games that the Germans like. <laughs> Minecraft Xbox One Edition is out this week. Um, so, so Alice, you gonna jump yes. on a uh, little Big Planet three? No. No. Not really. Okay. Manny. A little bit of Planet Three. Uh, no. I don't even know. If you don't I even have. have yeah. All right. <laughs> like what? I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> you don't have. I, I keep on forgetting that game even exists. And of course, the Pokemon games are out end of this this coming week. So, all right. With that, we'll leave it. Um, and we won't. Don't have to get into Sonic Boom crap. All right. So I want to know simply. I will be playing a lot of World of Warcraft this week, so let's just say that's what I'm going to be playing this week. Is that the same thing for you, Quinn? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And Manny, anything you'll be playing this week? No clue. No clue. 
no plans. All right. Anna, what are you playing this week? Wow. So she's playing a lot of WoW. What about Pokemon card game? Wow. Wow. Okay. She says wow. All right. And uh, you probably play some Valkyrie Chronicles if you're not interested in WoW. Leave it at that. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. If you want to leave feedback for the show, a few ways to do it. Podcast.rpgamer.com. It's the email. You can send us a note on the forums at uh, board.rpgamer.com and the show, show thread. Leave uh, leave your note there. We'll read it here on the show. And, of course, you can call us at 608-729-4098. Your calls are very well appreciated and get you a call right on the show. So um, play it, and I hope you enjoy that. And with that, we're going to leave you anything, any last words for the folks, Manny or Ellis? Nah, I don't really got anything nah, to say other know. than, I don't know, World of Warcraft. Just World of Warcraft. Stuff. Consume, consume, buy, buy, procreate. Oh, Stella King in the chat room points out we need to make a podcast simulator game. Oh, yeah, that needs to happen. It that needs to be need like to game dev story. Game dev, yes. <laughs> podcast podcast story. is number one on iTunes. Woo! <laughs> You've just You've made zero dollars on your iTunes <laughs> on your iTunes review. How do you respond? Yes. Next, and after that, we can have a Twitchcaster simulator. It'd be great. Yeah, and then no, and then we can achieve the ultimate in recursion, which is Twitch plays Twitchcaster <gasps> simulator. Oh, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Until then, bye bye. Bye. 